previously on Hide and Speak, we talked about uh, high school and who we were in high school and just how popular we were. Yeah, yeah how everybody wanted to be like us. <laughs> Oh, and none of that is true. Bedroom. Your bedroom still makes me laugh. When I was listening to it the other I was like, this literally, how she's describing her bedroom is how you could describe our living room at the same time. We had a yeah. burgundy sofa and the forest green, like, mm-hmm. accents. Yeah. It was it was my grandmother's dining room. <laughs> I used the same color Was that your inspiration? Maybe. I'm like, this is classy. Like, to be fair, it was very popular. It was very you popular, know, yes. Like, yes. Okay, so... <laughs> Anyway. Woo. I'm Kristen. Uh, I'm Kimberly. And, and this, this is Hide and Speak. speak. So, you know, it's episode 20. Hey. Hey. It's like this an is, anniversary right? or something. This is our 20th Woo-hoo. episode. Kudos to us because, you know, Ooh. creative people kind of fizzle out on things. Yeah. And we have fizzled out just a tad. And then, but we've gotten back. And, yeah. But we need to do our lives and stuff again. Oh, yes. Like, you know, those are so fun, too. Yeah, I've got some yeah. good ideas for them too, and I, I need to like. I, I rely. I rely on the fact that you do actually. <laughs> okay, so where are we hiding today? Uh, so we're hiding at Michaels, which is a craft arts and craft store, and mm-hmm. I, I think they're nationwide. So I, I don't. So. I'm I'm pretty sure you can find one of these in a town yeah, near it's you. It's like any. It's like any arts and craft store, though. Yes. So just imagine your favorite arts and craft store, yes. and Michaels is like that. Um, so why, <laughs> why are we hiding Why here? are we hiding at Michael's? Well, we're actually hiding outside because they wouldn't let us right, broadcast right. from We there. try not uh, to, you know, yeah. <laughs> Take up oh, the, yeah, right. the counter. <laughs> like, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> Can I have your Wi-Fi password? I'm trying to record a podcast. Uh, so we're, we're hiding here because it's May and it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And um, Michael's is my go-to therapy. <laughs> And so, it or the thing, the things inside of it, right? Yeah, crafting right. and art is is my therapy. Um, we'll have to put put up some of Kristen's painting. It's what I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong. Throughout this whole episode, please correct me if I am wrong. Okay. Okay. But um, I mean, in general, but especially this episode, because I want to make sure it's right, because um, it's important. But this is where how you escape or how you calm down yeah. your mind when it starts spinning. Right? Yes. Um. Yeah. Because then you like. Like physically and mentally, like pour it all into something you've made, and it's constructive well, and it's productive. Yeah, yeah. and and also, um, we'll we'll get to like uh, more about the painting uh-huh. in a little bit. But um, Michael's has been the recipient of very much of my husband's paycheck <laughs> <laughs> in the last few months. <laughs> it's an expensive <laughs> therapy. <laughs> Most is, most is. And you you can't write that off with your HSA. Right, right. Can I just pay with this card? They're like, ma'am, no. Unless you're buying Tylenol. No, please. Um, that's yeah, I have I have pink Tylenol and green Tylenol and uh, right, and then there's this beige color. Um, yeah, and brushes to apply the Tylenol. So we are talking today about actually a very um, near and dear subject to both of us for very different reasons, but about mental health. And our struggles with mental health and how we love with struggles with mental health and how we love people with struggles with mental health. Right? Is that pretty much covered? I think that covered everybody. I think there's just lots of mental health. It's just super important um, to both of us that we talk about it and that we can um, maybe offer solutions, right? Yeah. And I think, uh, so this is going to be a pretty Kristen-centric episode of this (laughs) podcast, I think. I don't know. I'm pretty good at hijacking (laughs) and and redirecting focus to me. I don't know. We'll see. Challenge accepted. So in that vein though, let's start with what's your, your experience with, uh, you know, either mental Mental, illness uh or, um, so I, love a lot of people that struggle with mental illness. Um, I have very situational anxiety, you know, so like if something is coming up, you know, like I might get anxious about it. Um, but there's not like that underlying dread or that underlying, you know, um, unease or, um, whatever. Um, my husband has PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, every time I think we have it like, or I have him figured out or how he reacts or what triggers. I, I feel like it changes, you know, yeah. like, so, um, um, so that my sister, when we were growing up had a lot of anxiety, but like at the time, that's not really a thing. It's just kind of like pull yourself up, you know? So like, yeah. not that my parents were negligent or anything. They were just like, Oh, 
Candace is anxious about school, you know, and then one day she kind of, and she will say this, she's, I've heard her say this, that like once she got to grad school, she kind of just was like, yeah, I don't care anymore. Do you know, it's yeah. almost like, I mean, she almost kind of outgrew it in a way. I don't know if she had like a huge paradigm shift. I mean, I don't think anything really happened. She just was like, you know what? And it was very school centric. Yeah. Do you yeah. know? Yeah. So like, <clears throat> I don't know if. Once she had gotten to grad school, she's like, whatever, I guess I made it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, she still did her work and everything. She just didn't care what people thought or, like, you know, she was always worried about her teachers not liking her or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, those are my experiences. I've, you know, had moments in my life um, that were sad, um, but I was always, I never felt the hopelessness that I um, have heard people talk about. You know, it's like, okay, this too shall pass. Is a kind of, um, you know, so even if it was like a month or two that I was kind of in a funk. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that like that feeling like you're in a pit and like there, there was light at the end of the tunnel, even if it was little, um, in the, in the biggest part of it, you know, or like the heaviest part. So I know a lot of people, um, struggle with like, uh, anxiety and depression when they're pregnant. Was that your experience no. or no? Um, except no. like, when is this baby coming? Right. Out? Right. Um, <laughs> no, I am really good at at like not at like kind of and I, I don't know if it's a personality thing I don't know but I'm really good at kind of shutting it down so like if I start having spiraling like oh my goodness um I think I did have a little bit of baby blues after I had my third baby because I remember having these thoughts that were so like I remember standing at the top of our staircase once and being like oh my gosh what if I drop this baby and I thought what a why would I drop yeah, the baby do you know right. what I'm saying and like um I remember being really overwhelmed when I had her and I thought that was just it you know like just just there's um, three right, kids but I would, now right yeah. and like I just had like a like random thoughts like that like we, we have a like kind of like a catwalk I mean it's a big wide you know like if you dropped a baby off this thing it would be the slimmest of chances you know what I'm saying right. like a freak yeah. accident yeah and I remember always walking closest to the wall so I didn't I mean it's literally mm. a four-foot hallway do you know what I'm saying like right. it's, so I remember that a little bit but I don't think I recognized that until after the fact do you know like hey those were kind of irrational yeah thoughts you know and and they, again weren't all consuming but I did change my behavior you know like oh yeah, let me you know or I don't know Things but like it that. also didn't cost you very much to, to change that exactly. behavior. So it's yes. not like it, you're going out of your right, way to... Right. So, um, yeah. But I will say one of my experiences and something that I'm trying to get better at, and, and this might be in the future, but or in, later in this episode, um, but it's like how, how to not um, make it worse for the people that you love. Do you know, like, what do you say? What do you not say? How do you be there for them? Um, within their boundaries, you know, things like yeah. that is like, it's hard and I feel like it's changing and I've definitely made a lot of mistakes in saying the wrong things right. um, and I'm learning, you know, so, um, so I, I remember just being like, because I don't, I can't empathize or I can't sympathize. Right. Um, I'd be like, well, just don't think about it. Well, that's a really ignorant statement for somebody <laughs> with mental illness, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like somebody yeah. that struggles with like, oh, just focus on the positive. That's not very helpful. Right. Do you know, like, that makes it seem like, okay, this is all you. This is yeah. a you problem for not being positive enough. Do you right. know, like, that's, yeah. I feel like how... Like belligerent positivity. Right. Do you <laughs> yeah. know, and it's like, that's toxic. And mm -hmm. that's like, um, so I'm definitely trying to be more understanding that just because this isn't something that I truly understand, it's like, I have a lot of room to not be so brash and like, oh, just think on the bright side. You know, like yeah. that's not helpful. And yeah. that's, that doesn't, that, you know, that right. doesn't, it's not, it's not constructive. So yeah. Anyway, uh, what so, about you? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I told you I could hijack it. I, um, I call myself, oh, I call myself a collector of diagnoses. <laughs> <laughs> we you know there's not like a badge or anything. Right? I know. <laughs> Look, I've got all five. Um, yeah. And it's not, it, it certainly didn't start out that way. Like, I've probably been anxious my entire life. Okay. Like, but um, that manifested as, like, what are considered positive attributes when I was younger. Like, overachieving and, um, like, perfectionism. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. those kinds of things. That and looks like, oh, look at looks her. Looks great on a resume, yeah, right? Wow. <laughs> she's really putting in the extra mind. You know, yeah. Whatever. She's actually... always volunteering. Right. She's always like mm -hmm. said, she always says yes. Like, right. so those kinds of things, because I was so worried, um, it was like a people pleasing thing and a, I've got to put my best 
foot forward. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I've probably been anxious, like, now, do you remember that, con- like, consuming you? Like, do you remember saying yes and then being like, I shouldn't have said yes? Um, why? Um, or do you just remember, like, this is how it is? Usually I didn't regret it until I looked at my schedule. And then I'm like, oh, man. Why did I where am that? I going to fit that in? Right. right? Or I'll have to stay up till however. But your main motivation for saying yes to a lot of things was to make other people happy. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'd be good at that. I would like to do yeah, that. No. It was like, oh, I don't want to disappoint. <laughs> right. Okay. Or, I'm just trying to understand. Uh, either I don't want to disappoint my parents like by not being a good student Mm -hmm. or I don't want to disappoint my teachers who Mm -hmm. have put all this effort into teaching Teaching me things Mm -hmm. or you know whatever it was I hated the idea of disappointing people Um, uh, and then um, so that's how it started that's how it started and then uh, I had a a very um, like a a triggering moment that just like uh, it was a um so we went to the lake mm-hmm. uh, with my husband's family, and um, I had seen these like I mean it was it was rare, mm-hmm. but it happened that some people, some kids especially, uh, in brackish water, ended up with this brain-eating amoeba, and that sounds so sci-fi, mm-hmm. but it was a thing. And so um, anyway, the summer that I found out that piece of information the, mm-hmm. it happened at this lake that we go to oh it was at the same lake yeah same lake okay and uh so that same summer that i found out about it uh we came home and my kid got sick and she was high high fever and hallucinating and i just knew that like her brain was being she, she eaten away this, yeah. by this amoeba and like it wasn't a i mean it was like two trips to the er and a and mm-hmm. it still wasn't getting better, and like it was a whole thing. And I just knew I had killed my kid by letting her go to this lake. So, especially knowingly, like right. you had found that information out before. Yes. So, like it's yeah, all on like, you. Yes. Like if you were a better mom, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have taken my baby there. Right. Right. Um, and then, uh, I mean, so it turns out, of course, that wasn't it. Right. She was. She was okay. She had a really bad UTI from sitting in her wet swimsuit for four days, basically, gotcha. uh, in the in the right, water. Right. Um, and so, like. But to me, like, that was a very, I mean, you know, I thought I was sitting by my kid's deathbed and that, anyway. So the next summer, back to the same lake. So wait, after that happened, it, it like triggered something. In yes. You. So like, were you relatively like, um, how it was before? Or did you start noticing um, like you did different things or viewed things no, different like or responded even, different? Even that year I was, I mean, besides those couple of weeks where she was uh-huh. really sick, I like I went back to normal okay you know um I, I was also pregnant that summer and so I was really focused on the baby and the summer that you took the her summer to the, lake? the summer, the summer, her, summer yeah, oh, okay. the summer I took her to the lake okay. um and so anyway the next year we went back to the same lake uh-huh. and I could not do it I didn't want the kids in the water I didn't I made them like I was like helicopter parent I was like <laughs> put your nose plugs in you know yeah, what I mean like yeah. it was I was obnoxious yeah and then um the night I realized I could not protect five children all the time. Right. I lost it. Like it was a panic attack and I'd never had one before. Um, so what did it feel like? Uh, like, like I was going to die of a heart attack. Like that's your heart it. was just yes. like pounding. Like, pounding and pounding. I was hurting myself. Like, uh-huh. um, and I demanded to be taken home and he was like six hours away. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like it was, yeah. uh, so, um, yeah, it was a, it was a mess. It was a mess. And, uh, I still haven't been back to that lake. I can't, I can't do it. Like, I just can't, like the place is triggering for me. Um, so anyway, so that was like pretty major anxiety. Um, and all this time as I'm getting older, um, I, uh, I still, I started seeing, um, a therapist, uh, a a psychologist. Yeah. And, um, so she had me like, uh, kind of writing down, you know, like basically like keeping a journal of, of symptoms and what was going on and, uh, and started noticing some patterns that, uh, coincided with my cycle. Um, but it was just kind of like, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't full blown PMDD. What uh, is PMDD? It is oh, uh, uh, premenstrual uh, uh, dysmorphic. 
disorder, I okay. believe. Dysphoric so, disorder. And what is that like in layman's so terms? Bas- basically, that mean? like you start getting depressed between your ovulation and your period. So it's hormonally, yes, like it's, directly yes. related. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't enough to like, it was just kind of off. It mm-hmm. was al- almost like premenstrual anxiety rather than depression. Okay. Um, uh, and then, um, th- so the, like, pr- there was, there have been a few pretty low points. Um, and I won't go into a whole lot of detail, right. but, um, I started having like su- suicidal ideation. So that's not the same thing as, uh, attempting suicide. Um, but it's, it's, uh, like a feeling of if I died, that'd be fine. Right? You'd be like, okay with okay. it. Yeah. Like totally okay. Um, and then, uh, I was having thoughts of like, uh, like passive thoughts of killing myself, which means like, um, laying down in the street and just letting someone else do letting, it. Oh, I got you. Right? So like um, letting the consequences yeah, come. Like whatever the consequences mm-hmm. and probably deadly of that would mm-hmm. be. Um, and, uh, or like driving your car off a road or something like that. Um, like... yeah. Or just closing your eyes. Like falling asleep at the wheel, oh like, gosh, like yeah. taking a bunch of, and then going you know, for a drive. yeah, Benadryl and then going for a drive, that kind of thing. Um, okay. and so my husband took me to a crisis mental health center. Good for him. That's and, a hard decision. Uh, yeah. They're were really, you willing? Yeah, were you like, I, I, no, this is too much, Trey? No, like, or no, like, I, yes. I knew I needed to go. Okay. I knew I needed to go. And, um, yeah, it was really, uh, I mean, it's not a fun place. It's not a happy place, right? <laughs> right. I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, bars on the windows, and um, a, a police officer lets you in and out, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it's not a, a great place to be. And I know some friends who have been, like, committed to facilities, mm-hmm. and same, you know, they're not children's hospitals. They're not right. happy and, and well-painted and right. all that stuff. You they're, don't have, like, arts and crafts. Time right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so, so how long were you there? Uh, oh, just it was just the, the day. They, oh, okay. But um, but they they made sure that I had a psychiatrist and a like a, a more full time psychologist, um, and they followed up with me every day on the phone. And he really didn't like wasn't able to leave me for several days mm-hmm. until all of those things were accomplished. So, um, yeah, I think if I had been actively like they making plans, they would have kept me. Yeah, yeah seventy-two hours, whatever. Yeah. yeah, but since it was more like, hey, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> this is just yeah, sounds like, like a fine idea. Right. If somebody would just okay go ahead that. and yeah, yeah, hit yeah. me over the head with a frying pan, mm-hmm. that would be fine. Um, so, uh, so PMDD, which uh, is is something that I now deal with like a lot. Um, and so it's gotten worse since then. Is that what you're saying? Got, or does it cycle? Like, uh, is it better so sometimes? I have I have two pretty good weeks. Um, every month. Every month. Okay. Uh, and then one kind of like, eh, it could be, could go either way. And one week of pure and total mental stress. Like, like yeah. And like just mental mind. Yeah, basically. Ninjas. And coincidentally, <laughs> we are here. <laughs> In that week. Yeah. You know, so that's a, Kristen yeah. actually, um, I would say, I, I don't mean to interject but no, um it actually one of the things that is i don't want to say frustrating because that's so negative one of the things that is mind-boggling about loving people that deal with these things is you're like i just wish you saw yourself the way that i see you do you know so like today we're supposed to go have lunch and she's like you know what no it's fine like with another friend and she's like no i, I know y'all probably don't want me there type thing you know and i was like Kristen, like, that's just this. I mean, you know, I basically was like, no, you're coming. We want you there. But I think it's just like, I wish that you saw the value you bring to the table. Even just like, you know, hanging out. Like, I don't hang out with you because people force me to. You know, and I I think that during this week, you convince yourself that that is why people hang out with you. Like, that they have an obligation. or And so it's it's a liar. Do you know, like, the I think it hijacks your brain. Right. And it, you know, and so, and this, and she was like, maybe, and you know, I don't even know if we should do this. Like, and I was like, no, I mean, authenticity, right? <laughs> like, like, let's do it. Um, and I know this is hard. And I want to yeah. say that you're very brave. Like, this is, you know, because I, I hate when people no, say but I mean, like, that. But that's so, yeah. um, that's so vulnerable and yeah. raw to talk about. So, well, so that's, that's kind of brings me to the next point that I was going to try to make is about the stigma because, um, uh, before I dealt with anxiety and depression, um, I knew people mm-hmm. in my life, and I, I have to say I was probably not a great, I, no, 
well, I have to say I was probably not. I was definitely not a good friend to them. Okay. Um, I avoided it because I was like, oh, who wants to deal with that kind of negativity? So now as an anxious and depressed person, I'm like, oh, nobody wants to deal with that negativity. (laughs) Uh, It's just that, so I think it's just that people don't know how, right? right? Do you know, like, I, and it makes me uncomfortable if I don't know how to help. Right. right? So that you just kind of avoid, you're like, ah, I don't know what to do. I mean, I I totally understand that. Like I ghosted at least two people. And it's not that you didn't like them anymore. Right. You just literally didn't know how. Yeah. To like how how to be uncomfortable in this room with you. Do you know like yeah. is yeah, like you said, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. It's not like and avoidance is almost like I would assume, again, right. that it's more painful to well, like than than, you know, somebody saying the wrong thing right. with with genuine love. Oh, or yeah. you know, like like, oh, all my friends have disappeared. I must have really been I'm really, crazy. I'm really, I'm really terrible. Yeah. 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 But, uh, so I know that a lot of people, I mean, I think it's getting better. I think it's getting a lot better. People, um, willing to seek help, uh, people willing to try different medications, uh, people willing to reach out and talk to someone, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not a therapist, just a, like mm-hmm. a support group or a pastor or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm to getting people to like because I feel like my understanding is that a lot of people feel like they're fragile or that a lot of people think people who deal with a lot of anxiety and depression are fragile Mm -hmm. you know like that's one of that was one of the things I hated the most about when Steven was first diagnosed they'd be like oh should he go watch that movie you know like say he went to go watch Shooter or something in the movie theater and it's like I mean he knows it's called Shooter like he knows (laughs) it's not about like rainbows and puppy dogs (laughs) you know like if he feels like he will you know make that decision yeah like and people walk around on eggshells or if he gets up and walks out in the middle of the movie then you know yeah it wasn't okay yeah you know like he's not there but i that used to drive me nuts like the oh should he be doing oh is he you know i'm like i mean he's a grown person you know like he's he can make decisions but yeah so i mean i bet that was hard to feel labeled as fragile or needy or like people don't have to walk on eggshells around you um i and i mean everybody's different i find a lot of humor in (laughs) anxiety and depression (laughs) um you know i mean that and that's weird to say but um you know some people have uh there's this there's this meme and somebody's like Oh, you're so funny, and I've heard this so many times. I'm like, thanks. It just—it's a disorder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because if you don't Laugh. poke a little bit of fun at yourself and your reactions, like I know some of the the things I do are crazy. Like, it's not normal to um, to go, you know, on your painting that you've been working on for three weeks, and suddenly like paint over half of it with I know that's oh, not normal. Right, right, right. I know it's not normal to um, to be in the middle of a family function and suddenly grab your keys and head out the door Let's and go. go for a drive. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a little strange. Um, so I, know, I think a lot of us want to do that. We just aren't brave enough to grab our keys <laughs> in the middle of a family function. I think well, I think you can find humor in anything. It's better I than think. coming back. <laughs> Just keep driving until the gas runs out. Exactly. I think, I don't think you should feel guilty about finding humor in something so serious. I think that a lot of times that's how we deal and that's how we make sense of it, right? And I think that that's definitely your humor with it or your willingness to share um, about has really helped me a lot because I don't, you know, like a lot of people don't know how to verbalize these quote unquote crazy things that they are feeling or is like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't understand. And you're like, no, I really don't understand. But it's so hard to put into words that like, yeah. it's almost like, okay, so we're just like never going to talk about it. Or do you know, yeah. like now what? Like now I don't understand. You don't know how to verbalize. Um, cool. So part of the way that I like try to dispel some of the stigma around these things is that I um, don't just do, uh, you know, positivity posting on social media. No, not at all. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do do that, and I love like the funny things my kids say, or uh, you know, and I love sharing uh, cool art pieces. And mm-hmm. so, I, I think if you if you were to look at my social media, it's very rounded. 
Uh, yes, I think it's very authentic, is what I would say. Like, how you're feeling, with thought. It's not, like, rash. It's not like you're up there just, like, ranting about, do you know? Yeah, and sometimes I have to put a little bit of uh, space between what, what I what I'm, have gone through and what I post. Um, one, because I, I spell terribly when I'm anxious. And they're like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I'm an English major. I promise I know this. Yeah. <laughs> and and you, your your brain is literally like short circuiting during those times. So putting together things that make sense, thoughts yeah, are... is uh, is hampered there. Uh, yeah, I was trying to look at your Facebook page to see if I could find like a good example of. Um, like your authenticity well uh, but uh, about do you have one well, that you I, come to I mind mean, i remember um a couple years ago i posted like like a um p- two pictures that were taken like within 36 hours I of actually each remember other this. and one of them i'm like crazy happy and going to a comedy mm-hmm. show with friends and then like the next day like my face was all swollen and i had obviously been crying and snot was dripping out of my nose like and I mean all within like a day and a half right it it, it can just come it can just change like and it it, yeah. it come like blindsides you sometimes yeah sometimes I mean like sometimes sometimes because of PMDD I can I know I mean that's <clears throat> the crazy thing about PMDD is you know it's gonna be over once you, your period starts uh-huh um but it doesn't make what you feel in those moments any less real. You're like, I know this is a product of my mental illness, uh-huh. but I can't, it doesn't change. But you can't rationalize. Yeah, right. You no. can't be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. So here's one that she wrote. This is on April 21st. And it says, your anxious friend needs to know that they're meaningful, loved, and that what they said, made, produced, and or thought isn't in fact crap. Before I was anxious, I made the mistake of thinking my friends with anxiety and depression were fine because I hadn't heard them say anything negative. And I think that's just, like, a good reminder. Do you know? Like, everybody likes that. But I think some people need it, you know? And, like, and need to know, hey, you're welcome and we want you. This isn't, you know, whatever. But there's lots of things like that that is just, like, what a good perspective. I do 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 a lot of your your anxious friend and it's not always about me right like sometimes it's somebody sent me a message and I get a lot of messages because I'm because you're so honest yeah and so people are saying hey I really appreciate what you wrote this is me right now or this is my Mm -hmm. boyfriend or this is my uh you know my mother or whatever yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um and so what's the helpful way so it's not always a passive-aggressive way of saying like love on me right no no i never say i never i think it's more of like a psa yeah i mean you know like when i read them it's not like oh she's fishing for compliments some people people respond in that way Uh i have had people are being like oh god here Mm. she goes again like she just wants a pat on the back right um but usually i mean i would say 50% 50% of the time to 70% of the time, it is because I got a specific m- message that day from somebody that that uh, didn't, they're like, oh, thank you for saying that because, or, um, you know, I'm really going through something and I don't know how to tell my spouse or mm-hmm. my family or my kids um, about this. That, that's actually really incredible. Have you sat and thought about that? Like how many people you've helped with little like nuggets? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, do you know what I'm I, saying? Like, that's really incredible that, like... I would, I would love to these people do... are, like, floundering, and then you anchor, like, yeah, hey, you know, let me ask Kristen, you know? Um, so I'm not, I'm not in any way a therapist, uh, or... And so I always, I always feel weird about giving advice, um, mm-hmm. because I'm not a licensed therapist, um, and my... Right, you don't want to usu- them astray. Or... Usually, my first piece of advice is have you talked about this with your therapist or your psychiatrist? Do you know what I mean? Like right, right. that because I always want to point there first mm-hmm. um, because they are trained. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> They've I mean, gone no, to school absolutely. for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so let's talk a little bit about professional and non-professional treatments okay. for anxiety and depression because I, I was kind of going there with professional. So. Yes. Um, okay. So just, so my husband, when he was diagnosed with PTSD, he, um, we were a military family. Um, that's where his PTSD symptoms. Well, it, it's it's multifaceted. Part, partly, but yeah, when almost. he was diagnosed, it you know is after um, 
coming back from Afghanistan, and um, he, he is a, it, he. It's nice because he's like you, very willing to seek out treatment. So right. that is nice. That is not something that I've had to. Do. I have a friend who had someone said she's like, how did you convince your husband? I was like, oh, I didn't. Like, I didn't have yeah. to. So like, I don't know yeah. how to offer you advice. Right. On, convincing somebody they need yeah. you know like but um so he checked himself into a nine-week like ptsd specific program and i thought that was great i was you know i mean it there was other th- and he's still in a lot of therapy and as a family we are all about you know like mm-hmm. yes and and that nine weeks uh lane was little our oldest you know she was like 18 months and so uh, we lived close to the hospital we would drive up there and have dinner with him every day um it was at the time, like, I I don't even remember thinking, like, oh, this... I, it was just, like, thinking, oh, I mean, if he, like, had to have his knee repaired, yeah. he would go... You know, it was almost go to like... Rehab right. kind of thing, And yeah. he used to hate... I do remember this, that when he... When we... He got out, he used to hate... Um, oh, sorry. Um, when I would... Because I'm very honest. There's not a lot... So, I'd be like, oh, this is my husband. And then usually within the first you know like conversation or two I'd be like oh Stephen has PTSD and he'd be like, like why do you tell everybody that <laughs> I'm like well Stephen if you got shot in the arm mm-hmm. and you had a cool battle scar you'd be like I got shot in the arm you're like, it's not like you know like just because your injury is internal doesn't make it less honorable or less valuable right. or less you know like um, it's but at just, the same time, you don't hurts. always want to be a walking billboard right. for your that diagnosis. That is true. See, these are good perspectives. I mean, like, yeah. So, um, but I just remember thinking, well, of course you'd go to the hospital and get yeah. professional help. Yeah. Um, so that's our experience. Um, even now, we've had some really people close to us that have gone through some really hard things. And for me, because I want the best for them, I'm like, get them professional help. Right. Do you know? Like, yeah. so yes, awesome. We can talk to them, but like, yes. find a professional. Yeah. Somebody that is trained for this. Um, and I just find a lot of value in it. Uh, so, um, and then he, like, where, where is your family on medication for? Oh, he, men's, he's yeah. definitely, he's on medications. Um, and that was a tricky thing. And I, I would suggest anybody that starts a medication, like, really self-evaluate and really yeah. talk to your psychiatrist it took probably with him he's on several medications too so it was a harder thing to find the right balance right. um but uh it probably took nine months i mean like at one point he was super zombied out so yeah he didn't yeah. have depression or anxiety but he also didn't have like any other emotion either right. do you know um yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes he has a really hard time sleeping. Sometimes, you know, so it took a while to kind of mount. And even now, um, like, he also has, and I don't know if this is, you'll have to, I don't know if you know this, but um, he has racing, you know, so they're like, oh, is this, um, They, I guess they treat it the same as ADHD? Like, I don't Probably, think he yeah. has ADHD, but because he has these yeah. racing thoughts. And or, they hop, know, like, right, here, here, right, here. Right, right, right. And so um, I don't know if that is... I don't think he's been diagnosed with ADHD, but I think they treat it the same way. It's probably a, a, a symptom. A byproduct or, or, yeah, or byproduct, something. Yeah. Of, um, so um, that right now, I feel like maybe we need to up your medicine cause mm-hmm. on that one. Because sometimes it's like, oh, Stephen, you know, like we talked about this. And he's like, wait, what? Or do you know when it's he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do, you know, type thing. Yeah. Um, so even now, I think it's maybe even an ongoing. Also, if you lose weight or gain weight or, yeah. do you know, like these are things that. Yeah. But no, we're very. It. Had it lit- between community finding mm-hmm. a legitimate community and not even specific I think that's helpful too but we don't have a PTSD support system here specifically do you know yeah. it's not, we have tons of friends that we right. met in the and you're no longer near group. a military right. base yeah. um, but just having community in general mm-hmm. so that he feels like you know oh I'm just like everybody, you know, like I'm right. doing all these things. With, um, and then uh, medication and therapy, those three things are as what made it to where he's living, um, you know, like, I don't, I don't know if any of us are really living our best life, but he's living <laughs> a very functional and productive, yes. and yes, he yeah. has rough days. Yeah. And as his spouse, I sometimes... I'm not very um, understanding of those rough days. I'm like, neat story, bro. Get up. You know, like, type thing. Laundry. Right. You know, so, like, it still is a work for me because I see him as so strong and capable that when he, and he doesn't, he doesn't verbalize it, right? I think that's Mm -hmm. hard, too. I think that a lot of times with him, 
um, and probably with you too, is that when you're going through it, you don't want to say, hey, well, actually, you're really good at saying, hey, I'm having a really hard mental day. But yeah. he's said, he, you know, he's kind of proud, which I would be too, I think, you yeah. know, and it's just like, hey, I'm just tired or I'm just, and then yeah. after the fact, he's like, you know, it's like, you don't understand how hard it is some days yeah. to just like have enough energy yeah. to get out of bed, it's, you know? It's exhausting. Right. It's absolutely Even the exhausting. thought of right. getting out of bed. Yes. Because he'll, he can sleep. You know, like, and it doesn't happen often, but he can sleep for days. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, he could so literally. So, when, uh, when I was a teenager, um, I, I talked about it on the last episode. I did um, a Bible quiz, and there was a lot of mental... Taxing, yeah. Olympics going yeah, on yeah. when you do that. And I always would be so... I mean, even if we only quizzed for six hours, I was... <laughs> Only, holy moly, Batman! Well, that was several, six hours of quizzing. I mean, that's that's yeah. so many games, you know, oh, so many okay. games that you play. Because each game is thirty questions, so it lasts oh, about okay. thirty minutes or forty minutes or whatever. Um, but uh, even if you that. only did it, even if I only did it for a few hours that day, I would be exhausted. Because mental exhaustion is, I think, the worst kind of exhaustion. Um, and so. When you are anxious and you have all these racing thoughts, it's kind of like your brain is running a marathon, right? And so whenever... Or like how you felt after the SAT, right? Like that, Yeah, like just, exactly. I just got my butt kicked like, type thing. Whew. Yeah. And so you either do like a mental dump and then just fall into bed uh -huh. because your, your brain has been firing on everything it's got for however many hours you've been going through that anxiety. Uh -huh. um, and... Uh, plus, I, I have the wonderful side benefit of insomnia. Uh, so, uh, so you can't even sleep at all. You can't, I mean, like, eventually your body has to, right? right. Like it just yeah. collapses. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's it's exhausting. So when you say, like, you know. Just get up. Why can't just, you get up? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I physically I can't would love right to, now. Right. Like, can you bring me a bedpan, please? <laughs> That'd be, <Yeah. laughs> That'd be yeah. great. So how do you feel about professional versus, like, well, so, um, it's been a while since I have been to my therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and the reason for that is a, is a couple things. Um, but one of the reasons is, uh, my, I have a kid who is currently going mm -hmm. through therapy and we don't do a good job of making therapy affordable mm -hmm. in this country. Mm -hmm. Not even a little uh, bit. It's a luxury. It is a luxury. You mm -hmm. have to, one, have the time off. To go sit for an hour and talk to not someone. only sit for an hour, you got to get there. You got to yeah. find child. I mean, you know, not yeah. in your kid's situation, but you know, like yeah, you got to get there. You got to do the therapy. Then you got to you know at least drive home, but then recover if you need yeah. to recover yeah. from what you discussed. And yeah, so it was. Um, so that's one thing. Two, um, I have one of the things about therapy is you develop strategies to actually deal with this stuff as it comes up. So you, yes, you should have like regular after, but once you get to a point, you can make those visits much more infrequent. Mm -hmm. um, so I probably should head back now, but COVID has made yes. getting an appointment with a licensed therapist a little on the hard side mm -hmm. because now every, I mean, luckily everyone is trying right, to get the help right, they need, right. but, but there is, you know. Also the telehealth and the, you know, like there's yeah. preferences and I mean, yeah. Um, Are you cold? I just turned up. No, actually, my this one arm was hot because I keep putting it in the sun. <laughs> you like curled um, it Yeah, that's there. why I'm over here. No, I'm not cold at all. Um, but um, and I also uh, have not been on medication for a while. I do take a like a a vitamin supplement uh, for PMDD, mm -hmm. and um, that helps me helps lessen the symptoms um so the reason I have not been on medication uh for a while is that I um I tried several I tried several and then we finally found one that worked for a while and sometimes that happens ah, right I've something that, sometimes yeah. it hap it works for a while and I thought it was a wonder drug and then um it stops working <laughs> so, so then that's actually like yes. a blind side, right? Yeah. Because then you're like, whoa, yeah. why? Like, yeah. Like, I'm doing all the things. Right. But it's still, um, so, yes, it's it's time for me, I think, to do both of those things again. Um, and But no, I was saying, and, and uh, you might just be really good at hi hiding it, but like, 
I didn't, and this is not to say you don't need to do those things again. Yes, you absolutely, especially if you feel I need to do those things again, you should definitely. But um, I feel like you've um, responded well in the meantime. Do you know, yeah. like, I've. Uh, so another thing that the medication kind of did was that it, it you, you kind of got there with Steve, talking about Stephen, uh-huh. is that it sort of makes you a zombie, like you don't mm-hmm. feel anything. Mm-hmm. And as a, writer, as a writer, as a creator, as yeah. someone who yeah. tries to do a funny podcast, right. um, those are liabilities. <laughs> like feeling, <laughs> right, feeling right. nothing is a big liability. <laughs> right, right. I mean, uh, who in life, who wants to go through life numb? I mean, right. I'm sure period, you know, right. maybe for a minute, maybe numb out just the bad, but to numb out the good too. Yeah. Do you know, like, yeah. Nobody um, wants I mean, that. like I, re- I remember sitting at uh, a performance of one of my kids. Um, and this is like one of the last things before I stopped taking the, mm-hmm. the zombie medication. And I was just thinking, Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> right. And you like have clapping wildly. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And, um, look at how amazing these little people are. Yeah. So at that point, what I should have done rather than do nothing or rather than stop taking the medication was, was to call my, my psychi- psychiatrist, tell her what's going on mm-hmm. and seeing if we can switch. Um, again, we, we just have to do better with mental health, uh, with mental health insurance um and affordability because uh the medication that was helping me for for the longest period of time was like three hundred dollars a month that's crazy and that's after insurance or actually the insurance didn't want to cover it because i hadn't tried enough other things first (laughs) how frustrating yeah so it's um but uh so what about like alternative not alternative but like medical um, therapies like um, so I know Stephen one time had some sort of um, shot in his skull that I mean it was some sort of like <laughs> sounds um, great let's try right. it. <laughs> but, like what about the, have you tried things like the, or maybe like I think one time he had like shock therapy well, right. he, it was some sort of blocker like nerve blocker yeah. that they put in his um, so I have been or is it too expensive I mean I don't was, know it was expensive and it was a time uh, a time heavy therapy I wanted to try it. Uh-huh. I did. Um, and I think it's probably something that I'm going to do in the fall when all of my kids are back in school. Yeah. Um, because then I can, it's like a 20 minute a day therapy, like a, almost like a photo therapy, I think. Right. Um, and that's and where so. they, where they kind of do like little shocks. Right? Yeah. Like, like it's tiny. not like, yeah, it's like little. <clears throat> yeah. And then there's also like a light therapy that they can do mm-hmm. to like readjust the patterns in your brain that are sending you to bad places right. and stuff. So, um, all of these things I am for because, uh, I mean, because. Right. So, you know what's frustrating? And and it is worth it. I think that we need to remember that, especially as somebody dealing with it. It's frustrating that, like, you try this and it doesn't work. And then you try this and it doesn't work. And you try this and it does. Oh, but then it doesn't. Right? Like, I think that that, especially for somebody who is already having depression, anxiety is like, what next? You know, it's like another Am I so irreparably broken? that these things and cannot fix me. And I think that, me. yeah, mental health is such a guessing, you know, it's like trial and error. And yeah. and I think that we just need to remember and encourage people, hey, it is worth it. Yeah. You know, like when you even, I have a friend going through something right now and she's like, oh, it's $700. I'm like, okay, but if this was your kid, would you do it? Yeah. And she's like, absolutely. And it's like, okay, if you, if you do it and it doesn't work, then you know, yeah. you know, like Trust me, I have wasted seven hundred. Exactly, list, right? I have wasted seven hundred dollars on a lot less than trying to like. Yeah. I, even if it works for one year, I bought a whole bunch of shoes one right? time. Right, <laughs> <that was> gonna... <laughs> turns out it didn't. Uh, yeah. Oh well, now we know. <laughs> okay, so um, what is the absolute worst thing that somebody can say to somebody with anxiety and depression, or what are some of the things that? That maybe were um, offensive or not helpful um, mm. that people have told you. Well, let me tell you what my husband has said. <laughs> <laughs> he knows now that so, this so is just not so the way know, to go. They can be forgiven. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, yes. I still um, love him. Yes. most of the time. I get and, it. Uh, well, you know, and it is. I will say, I am way harsher with Stephen, um, just because you're married to them. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like sometimes, like I've told him before, um, and this is terrible. I am not justifying this but I'm like you know sometimes I feel like he uses this as a crutch yeah. do you know like um and I'm sure that was not helpful yeah. um well I I have 
I have not said it in so many words, but I have said something similar to that to my anxious child. child. So and even knowing. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and even knowing, uh, I'm still like, oh. Right. You because, know? okay, like, so you, it, it and you see the potential, right? right? As somebody on this side, you see the potential and you're like, and, and it's not that I'm trying to undervalue. Like, I don't say it to be like, oh, I think your mental illness isn't important or is yeah. made up or whatever. It's just like, yeah, it's just hard. It's so hard, especially when you're frustrated with somebody or yeah. you're like, you see how great they are. Yeah. And you're like, please lean into that. Do you know? Right. Like, please. Like, you know, and, and sometimes I tell Steven this all the time and this I do same. I'm like, you set yourself up for failure. So, um, you know, like knowing, Hey, there are certain days in the month that I cannot do it. Yeah. And that's, but like, but to set yourself up, like you push things off until you have to do things on those certain right. days. Do you know? And yeah. it's like, you've set yourself or like, he has a hard time remembering things because mm -hmm. you know, his mind is all over. I'm like, write things down. And he like just flat out refuses. And I'm like, you set yourself up for failure, bro. Yeah. And yeah. so one of the other things that anxiety does is that it messes with your executive functioning, right? So you are no longer able to prioritize He's, what yes. you should do. Ooh, yes. Um, and so I am, I am so guilty of, um, of like, so we were trying to clean the house a couple weeks ago uh -huh. and I started with something that absolutely positively did that not need Steven. to be done. He's like, let's clean these families. I'm like, let's just turn the fan on. You know, like, yeah, yeah. like that's what I, and so I spent like two days cleaning a relatively small portion of our house right. in detail. Right. Um, and what's some of the dirty underwear in the bathroom? Yeah. And, know, and, like, and I know yeah. it frustrates my husband. I know it does. Um, but at the time, like my brain tells me, this is very important. Yeah. You must do it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I don't know if it would be helpful if he's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> or if he'd be like, buzz off. Do you but know, like, sometimes yeah. I think it's easier if he just lets me go off on my tangent. And just do it. And yeah. be because otherwise, we're going to have a fight. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to walk off and nothing's getting done. Right, because right? I don't know how to say it in a constructive way yeah. to where he doesn't take it, where he doesn't get defensive. And when my husband gets, and same with me, when we yeah. get defensive, we're like, yeah. dig our heels in. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do this, you know, type thing. So, but, uh, so one of the, some, uh, calm down. <laughs> For women in general. Oh yeah. Tell me to calm down. Okay. Um, yeah. Calm down. This is irrational. Calm, I'm sure that doesn't uh, help. It's all in your head. <laughs> um, uh, buck up, buttercup. No, he hasn't said that one, but <laughs> right. No, it was the it was the, the equivalent of yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and so other people have told me like, uh, the, the just, just uh, focus, on the focus on the positive, and um, like it feels like they're they're hitting you over the head with a rainbow. Um, you know, but in a solid. What is that? Isn't it called like toxic positivity? Toxic positivity. Yeah. yeah. To where it's like. Or I, I chose belligerent positivity <laughs> because it really feels like they're hitting me with it. Right. Like, why can't, or, um, and, you know, uh, both Kimberly and I are people of faith and, mm -hmm. um, and. Pray your way through it. Right. Just, just ask Jesus. <gasps> and so, I like, so like, that's like saying if, you know, uh, I don't know. Right. No, I know. I know exactly what you're about I mean, to say. There, and there's you're right. a, like, there's, there's a fine line. There's a fine line between, uh, you know, what Jesus did in healing people in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Just get up and walk. Mm -hmm. um, well, I can't just get up and walk. Um, right. And as much. It, it, it's just not as simple as that. Right. And, and it also seems to call into question people's faith if mm -hmm. they don't get better immediately. Right. Because, you know, we've seen that in yeah. other, not just anxiety, but with. You know, can't miraculous. You know, like medical healing. You know, cancer yeah. or like you I, know, and whatever. I do, I do believe that happens sometimes. Right. But we don't get to decide. Right. I, and, and it's not a reflection of somebody's faith. I, that I they can't don't get pray better. harder than you and cure my. Right. You That's know, not how it works. When, as much as I would yeah. love that. But. I I think it would be great if there was just a like. Here's okay. the, how many hours yeah. you need to. Right. <laughs> do this. Oh, great, and then you're healed. Yeah, right. Then you're healed. Okay. So what is what are the most um, what is the best way to um, walk along some, alongside someone in general, not, yeah. maybe not in the middle of an episode, but just in general when somebody has depression, anxiety. Um, well, let me, oh, oh wanna, I'm sorry. No, no, th that's a great question. But one thing that I wanted to, to let people who have anxiety and depression know when they're in a relationship with someone, um, whether it's a close family relationship or a intimate relationship is that, uh, something that I've realized is that my husband gets to have bad days too. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, before, um, when he was having a bad day, 
I got super angry with him. Like, but he's a person. Right. He gets to have bad days, too. Uh, he gets to have a, a crap day where nothing goes right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, That's great smash, smash around some right, spoons right, when you're putting them right. back in the drawer. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's... Uh, and so rather than take that personally or as a reflection of how I'm doing at the moment, I have to remember, like, he's a person. He has a job. He has a family. He has friends. All of those things can contribute to him having just a crap day. Mm -hmm. um, so a great reminder. That's my PSA for, for those of you. And who, for the record, so can have, your kids. Right. You know, your kids I, are allowed to have bad days. Yes. You know, like, they're not bad kids because they have a bad day. Right. Um. That's a great reminder. Um, especially because, uh, yeah, I, I just think that because you you guys want to love on us. Right. And you want to walk beside us. And if I'm flamethrowing. There's no, you, you know, it alone. Yeah. Right? Um, well, I remember one time I'm, I'm made Kristen upset and I literally reached out to Trey because like sometimes you don't know what to, well, in, in relationships in general, not just yeah. relationships, but you know, like anxious and depressed people, but like. Um, like, so what's more, does this person prefer me to try harder or right. to back off? Do you yeah. know, and like, and, and so maybe day to day it changes with people who are a little bit more sensitive with their, I don't, yeah. I don't know, sensitive is not a good word. People who, who go through these like peaks and valleys, yeah. do you know, like I think it's some days I legitimately want you to leave me alone and other days it's like, no, try harder. Do you know, yeah. like type thing? Yeah. And, and that's such like a weird, um, yeah, I, I don't, think you just have I to don't, trust the people. I don't know how to, to, uh, predict <laughs> which one I'm going to need right. on a particular day. Or even in that moment, right? Like, <clears throat> but that's, that's kind of where a relationship comes in big time, like getting to know people and knowing kind of oh, if I say this and I don't hear back from them for a few hours, do right. I need to try again right. or do I need to just, like, let them, like, figure it out and, and then come to me? Uh, and and sometimes it's – I'm okay – well, now I'm okay with people asking me, what do you need right now? Um, whereas before I would be like, just figure it out. Mm -hmm. If you if you really loved me, you'd just figure it you out. No, you would know, but, yeah. But now, um, I mean, like Trey, Which is not constructive. I think Trey's yeah. pretty comfortable in saying, like, today, what do you need? What do you need? Mm -hmm. um, do you need me to just not talk? Mm -hmm. Do you need me to like go Love buy flowers? You. <laughs> do you yeah. need me to, like what do you need? Um, and and sometimes I don't know what I need. Exactly. I'm well, like, I think, so as somebody, I don't either. Sometimes, right. do you know what I'm saying? That's that's normal as far as like. You know, yeah. I don't know. Some days, like if, if Steven irritates me, sometimes I literally just want him to stop and leave me alone. And yeah. sometimes I want him to, you know, like reassure me or, do you know, type yeah. thing. So most days it's a bag of chips. That's what I need. <laughs> I need a bag of chips. I'm going to get you some Lay's, babe. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to get you them ruffles. I'll yeah. be right back going to Walgreens. <laughs> um, so here, here are the things that I think are like tried and true. Um, you do a really great job of this, and I've pointed it out on here before. Uh, just like when you're thinking of me, mm -hmm. you send me a text. You're like, hey, you know, yeah, how's it going? Uh, you know, or whatever you've got going on today, you can do it. Yeah, like this is this is possible you for it. you. Mm -hmm. um, so positive, like positive messages, but not like in, in, pull yourself right. up out of the mire mm -hmm. or messages. not in in a response to hey I'm having a hard day yeah look on the bright side yeah. sunshine you know, so like. it should always be um proactive positivity mm -hmm. like hey I was thinking of you today or you I saw this, this funny thing right. and I want to share it with you because I know you would appreciate that right. um and sometimes I'm like oh not feeling that right. today <laughs> or, maybe I'll look at this tomorrow yeah. I, I get it I get it yeah um I do uh, I do much better with written communication because that takes the pressure off me to respond immediately mm -hmm. and um, off the cuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm not sure if that's that the way that most anxious people are, but most anxious people I don't think are great with surprises. Mm. Um, so uh, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but I do not want you showing up at my house with a parade. Like, I, right, that sounds terrible to you. Or, or food. Right. Like, I, 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 we, our mutual friend, though, did read that I was having a hard day one time, and she basically, like, put two Sonic drinks on my porch, <laughs> rang the bell, and ran. <laughs> that I appreciate. Yes. Um, Thank yeah. you. If you're, if it's the DoorDash kind of love, I'm here for it. Right. I'm Wait, here for it. Wait, because you never know. So, so I actually.
actually have some anxiety around my house, right? Yeah. Like I feel like not that people are intruding, but it's just like this is I need forewarning. I also don't like people just now. Some people love this, and I yeah. think we've talked about this before. Some people are hosts and they're like, anytime my door is open, and yes, like figuratively, <laughs> anytime we can meet somewhere, right? Like, don't come to my house, you know, like yeah. and it's just that like because I feel like I don't have a lot of control. That's one of my weaknesses as far as like I feel like and I don't know. I so I'm with you on that. Now I think an important thing in life not regardless if you deal with mental illness yourself or know somebody I think it's important to surround yourself with authentic loving people so that when you question something that they may have they may have said and you know you're like oh that was not kind or whatever one you can assume hey no this is a person that loves me and is authentic and two you can then go to them and say hey when you said this or when you did this or whatever it it, let's talk about that that yeah. didn't feel good to me you right. know whatever and so I think that that's really important that the people we surround ourselves with like that we trust that they are authentically them and that they're for us and right. that um, they love us you know yeah. and um, I think that um, there are some people that can prey on um, the insecurities that sometimes comes with depression and anxiety like and to I manipulate say, right and I would say the first step would be like hey if you're questioning whether or not this person has your best interest at heart maybe put some space between yeah. you do you know like I think I, I don't know I just want I don't I want to know that everybody that I I'm is is on team Kimberly do you know right. what I'm saying like I want to know yeah. without a doubt that everybody that I invest my time and energy in is 100% for me and, and I'm not saying right has my best interest not like just says yay I don't want a yes man I just want it yeah that's I like, don't need a cheerleader because that no. makes me uncomfortable. Right. Really. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, why are they being so nice? Right. That's a lot. That's a lot of compliments in five minutes. Right, I don't like, like it. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> I don't but I think that that's important because some people in our lives that are there, you know, by relation or by proximity or, you know, whatever yeah. that are in our lives, um, I think it's okay to put a little distance. Yeah. Um, in order to protect yourself. Yeah. And it's a boundary. And boundaries yes. are important for mental health. In I would general. say especially. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like you want to make sure the people that are coming in when you're most vulnerable, which I would assume is how you feel yeah. when you're in a spiral. Yeah. It's super vulnerable, right? right? Um, you want to make sure the people that are within that boundary are people yeah. that love you and you yeah. know and because sometimes yeah. sometimes what I need is a hug and sometimes what I need is a distraction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so another way that you, that you like lovers of people with anxiety <laughs> and depression can help is, uh, we have coping mechanisms, right? Um, and some of those are healthy and some of them are not healthy. Um, join with us in the healthy ones, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, go to a painting party with me because mm-hmm. painting is one of the ways that I, you know, kind of. Or just always let me paint for a day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, or, me, or watch my kids so I can right. just focus on this. Or, you know, or like as or, a spouse, right? Yeah. Like, don't like, hey, you're going to, when are you going to pick up that? Right, yeah. or whatever. Like, let um, me, another let me escape. thing that you can do, I mean, so, uh, you know, I love Legos and um, building something to plan is a mindless yet enjoyable mm-hmm. <laughs> thing that Absolutely. I can do because, yeah. again, it's physical and it's, uh, it, it takes your, your it takes mind. your mind yeah. out of yourself, and it just focuses on what piece do I need next, and where does it go? And it does it, yeah, the rest of the world doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It has no, yeah. Um, so so join in on those. So things. join in on those things uh, when appropriate, or or help them accomplish or those like, things. Don't touch my paints, yeah. Like when someone touches my paints. <laughs> Looking at you, Lula. Right. Right. <laughs> um, uh, it's my favorite color, and they don't make it anymore. Um, but. Uh, so and the, the other thing that can really help is grounding uh so like being outside on a pretty day and take your shoes off and put them in the grass so with literally me literally yeah. ground yeah. like hey we are here now yes and yeah. you are safe now. so in you know uh so i, I always say like um invite me places i may not come but don't stop inviting but don't me. stop inviting me because i haven't come yeah uh and that's because you need to know that people want to be around you sometimes um, it's okay but 
yeah, but we break a lot of plans as people. Um, so it's okay. Just us be prepared for that. Also do, <laughs> but it's because we're really excited all the time. So yeah, Grace. I think Grace in general in life. Like I think yeah. once you find those people that you're like, hey, you're my A team. You know, like yeah. you're. Um, I think Grace in general, right? Like um, I know that pe- being friends with me requires a lot of grace. <laughs> I think that's one of the silver linings. <laughs> I think that's one of the silver linings, though, about having anxiety and depression and or depression is that, like, um, I I now have the capacity, I think, for more grace. Uh, like, I don't, all, I don't always follow through because I just, like, you know, oh, things get under yeah. your skin yes. or, yeah. or whatever. Um, but uh, those friends that I had before I suffered, like, now I, like, oh. Like, I should call them and reconnect mm. with them and apologize. And you know what I mean? Um, and say, hey. And, yeah, yeah try to. I, did, try I didn't to, do that the best. Yeah. I can do better. So, it, being able to admit when you've done something wrong, I, I think I am much more liable to do that now. Um, when I mean, the temptation is there to use your mental illness as an excuse for what you did. Um, because hurt people hurt people, right? But, um, but I... I through therapy, I rec- I can recognize it. And so I-, I will say, as somebody that loves people with depression, anxiety, and just relationships in general, um, I personally have to work on humility a lot. So, like, I say a lot of things because I think they're funny. Um, but I can be insensitive because right? of that. Do you know? And, like, but so I used to be, like... Um, well, it was just a joke, like, but you know, whatever yeah. It's like defensive and it's like, oh, that was, that kind of hurt my feelings or, you know, maybe not, they don't, you know, yeah. but you know, like you can tell they kind of withdraw or whatever. And I'm like, well, they shouldn't take me so serious, you know, like yeah. type thing. And I feel like I having like, just because I didn't intend to hurt your feelings doesn't mean I didn't. Right. Do you know? And like, yeah. there is some responsibility that needs to, you know, and some like, Hey, I'm really sorry that I um, did that, you know, whatever. And I think it's just like. If you love someone, you don't want to hurt them. And so regardless if that was your intention or not, um, if it hurt them, that's not on them, right? Like that's not, that's on, you know, like I was the cause of that. And so I think that I've learned that a lot, that just because it's true, um, especially in my relationship with my husband, just because I'm honest, you know, (laughs) like, you know, if I'll say things, it's like, there's a nicer thing to say this than this quick witted way in which you're saying it or like, um, yeah. You know, or just because I say things and my intention wasn't to hurt you doesn't mean that I didn't. Yeah. And that, you know. I'm not laughing at you. I'm (laughs) laughing because this is so apropos right now. (laughs) My husband and I have been working on this for several months. Uh, He's very funny. Uh He's incredibly funny. funny. He is. Um, But when I am anxious, he's a lot less funny. (laughs) Jokes, bro. Yeah. I just like. Death stare. <laughs> I, tell, I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, Stephen, you know, other people think I'm funny. He's like, they haven't set through all the encores. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it is less funny, especially like people like Trey and I are a lot alike. Um, you know, like a lot of times we don't like being serious, and right. so in order to avoid the uncomfortableness, you try to break the we tension. Try to break but you create the tension. More. Yes. <laughs> Especially when they are, the people we love are not in the mood for it. They're like, yeah. no, really, stop making a joke, you yeah. know, type like, thing. Like, oh, we should have some kind of signal. Like, to pulling let, on the ear. Yeah. Like, no, really, I want to be serious. Or raised middle me. finger. The Ross. She just did the Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what what will let you know I am not in the mood for this today? Um, Right. I mean, yeah, because even with my husband, same, you know, like sometimes, um, you know, he wants the distraction. So like a joke goes a long ways to be like, hey, don't take it so seriously. Sometimes he's like, are you kidding right now? I'm trying to have a serious conversation. And you come in here with your jokes, you know, like, all right, funny guy. Like you you are very funny two weeks out of the month. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest of the time I need you to just... Yeah. Find some other place to go yeah. uh, so, with this. Yeah. So uh, next time we are going to be um, talking about some of our parenting wins and parenting fails. So um, and this. we may we may or may not have a guest. I'll have to see Ooh. if I can line up somebody to help us talk about this. Oh, that's a good one to ponder. Um, that is. Hey, I want to thank you for real. Like this is hard. 
Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't cried, so thank you for... No, well, <laughs> no but it's, it's hard. Like, Especially what you're doing... I don't even know what I would use to clean myself up. <laughs> what you're doing is hard, and it is important. And so I appreciate people like you who are like, hey, this is my most vulnerable thing. The thing that I don't want to show anybody, let me show it to you. Because yeah. um, it is important. And same, like, I like to encourage my husband the same way. Like, it's important for people to know, like it's nothing to be ashamed of do you know it's just like if you have asthma you're not like oh, oh I have asthma you know like yeah. don't, let's not talk about it but sometimes right. I can't breathe really well. <laughs> I mean you know what I'm saying yeah like, I get it no it's and so um I think the stigma is silly I think it's long-standing and I think it'll take a lot of work um but um and like you said I mean like <sighs> you haven't always gone through this and right. so you know yeah, it's, it's kind of new so yeah people who you know are kind of confidently walking around like oh I don't deal with that doesn't mean that you won't deal with that one in four Americans like right now are dealing with it it's probably higher now because of COVID yeah Yeah. um but uh so odds are good that you or someone you know you love or one of your children one of you know and like I just think it's important to be prepared and and it it's hard like the things the thought you know like the hardest part for me is like just I wish the people that I knew that suffered with this just saw themselves the way like it's heartbreaking um to think no you're wrong like that's not how you are that's not this you know and um yeah if I could that'd be the one thing that I would change so I think maybe it's just important to remind you this is how I see you and this is you know that might be a part of you but this is a bigger part of who you are um, so yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> Look for my upcoming yeah, book. Yeah, she is. She <laughs> is writing. Okay, but that's an important thing. She's writing a book about like a, a humorous look at parenting while anxious and, slash yeah, depressed. Yeah, and, and um, there's some good things in there. <laughs> well, like I said, look for it in the next decade because I do. Really It'll still be relevant. <laughs> It'll still be relevant then. So, all right, friends, we love you. Um, comment and share. How do you comment on these? Send us a voice. Is it a voice thing? You yeah. can comment on our Facebook. Yeah, you can connect with us. If, if For real, if you have questions, please, if you need resources, please reach out to us. Um, you can find us on our Facebook page. Kristen um, or I would love to, at the very least, point you in the right direction. Um, but definitely talk with you and about it. And let you know that you are not you, weird or alone. Uh, no, not at all. So, all right. All right. This This is is our our outro outro song. It is our outro song. Outro. Outro. (laughs) Awesome.